It's a scared cats it's, podcast. It's cats that are scared, and it's a podcast. A recording. We're live. You missed all that good, and oh, you got on. you missed all that. Hold on, we're way too high on the mic. Oh my god. Brian says we're already seven minutes. Yeah, we're late. We're late. We're late. We're late for a very important date. Hi. Um, Hello. We. We're back. Uh, we're back. Yeah. We're clearly not with it. <laughs> yeah, this actually, we didn't plan on doing this over lunch. It's been a while. We're definitely late recording this one. We had some things teed up for you guys, but we figured um, with everything going on, we wanted to stick with like the topic. Yes. At hand, like Black Lives Matter, more about history, blah, blah, what's going on. Yeah. Life update, we are back in Minnesota. Yeah, three weeks Ooh. gone. We yeah. hadn't planned on leaving, but... Yeah, it was a good getaway. We missed our kitties, though. We saw both of our families and went to Gatlinburg to a cabin, and it was a really nice getaway. Honestly, really needed that getaway yeah, because mentally I was not in a good place. And I'm feeling a bit refreshed. A bit. Yeah. Um, those are the biggest updates in our life. Yeah. <gasps> Guess what? What? I already told you. July 3rd, guys. July 3rd. Hamilton is coming out oh, on Disney+. Plus. I'm super excited. Oh, my God. What? I didn't know it was on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Guys, it's going to be amazing and beautiful, and I'm going to cry, but I really wanted to see the play first, but it's fine. I guess I'll watch the movie instead first, but it's fine. Yeah, my mouth is probably just going to be moving the entire time while we're watching it. What if it's not like what I see in my head? Uh, it probably won't be, but hopefully, you know, they make it they make it decent. You know? <sighs> That's why I kind of don't want to watch it, because I don't want to ruin what's in my head. Yeah. I do have, like, I've listened to it so many times, so I have a very clear image in my mind. Yeah, of, like, everybody and how all yeah. Uh But it's fine. It's fine. Okay. Oh, yeah. Sorry for the quickness, but... Just to the matter, I think, at least for me, I can't speak for Brady. For the near future, I will definitely be focusing on a more uh, black historical topic type situation. Yeah, um, we figured the next three episodes will be dedicated to the topic and everything, like what's happened in the past, what's happening now, etc. Okay, so you guys probably also noticed that... Um, uh, we have not been super consistent. Like, life is crazy, as you know, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. So we're going to try for Tuesdays rather than Mondays. I think um, I think coming off the weekend, it'll be nice to have that extra day. Yeah, I think it'll be helpful. So just want to let you know, if you're looking on Mondays, I'm sure you yeah. stopped. But um, it's coming on Tuesdays. Yeah. Not this Stay one, though, it. but... We're back, though. We love you. We're back. Hey, we did 30-plus episodes without a major break. Some people never come back. Yeah. But we are back. We're making a, I'm making a commitment right now every week from now on. <laughs> yeah, we'll Let's see. do it. <laughs> okay, rock, paper, scissors. Boom. Shit. That was two now. Are you going to go first? Uh, I don't have to. It's up to you. How badly do you want to go first? I kind of want to go first, but... Okay, go ahead. Are you sure? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So, as you all know, last Friday, well, most hopefully you all know, um, Juneteenth was celebrated. Yes. Um, yes for is. those of you that do not know this uh, the emancipation emancipation proclamation happened january 1st 1863 and it was to free all slaves sadly 
not all were freed. Um, when the Civil War, War finally ended in 1865, the Union General Gordon Grangler, what a mouthful of G's, traveled to Galveston, Texas, and on June 19th, 1865, two years, two years after two years. The, the Emancipation Cl- Pro- Proclamation, they just love to make it a mouthful, Yeah, yeah. would... Uh, he announced General's Orders Number 3, which stated, The people of Texas are informed that, in accordance with a proclamation from the Executive of the United States, all slaves are free. This involves any involves an absolute equality of personal rights and rights of property between former masters and slaves and the connection hereto, heretofore, wow, existing between them uh, becomes that between employer and hired labor. So, like, they were not actually freed when everybody else was, and this is the day that it was, like, official, we're all fucking yeah. free. So Should have been a holiday a long time ago. Yeah. Also, not something that was taught at my schools nope. ever growing up. Yeah, that's what kind of what I put. Like, honestly, this is the first year I've celebrated it and really knew the history behind it. Yeah. It sucks it took that fucking long to learn about it. And, like, driving home to Minnesota from Ohio, I spent it, like, learning about racial prejudices that's still going on in the world today, signed some petitions, um, shared information on my stories to help educate others, and supported some black-owned businesses and artists. I think it's important for everybody to celebrate. It's, like, a huge moment in history, but, like, also make sure, like, you're taking the time to celebrate it. Um... Yeah, let's, like not, a, let's not turn it into, like, a July 4th type situation oh, where saw, everybody gets shit-faced and nobody actually realizes the meaning behind the holiday. I was so mad. I saw people, like, partying on a boat and, like, oh, my God, we have the day off. I'm like, dude, this is not what it's about. I was yeah. so mad. We and, got a lot of work to do. Yeah. And I also wanted to share that 47 states in the District of Columbia recognize it as a state holiday. Juneteenth. It is not a national holiday. And the three that don't are Hawaii, North Dakota, and South Dakota. So, like, get your shit together, guys, because that's insane. That's probably one of those things. It's kind of like cannabis, where the federal government's just like, oh, it's up to the states. Mm -hmm. It's probably one of those things where, oh, it's up to the states. Yeah, and it was actually... fingers in it. um, I read that the last national holiday... What is she doing? She's playing with a pen. Sorry, guys, but That's it's going to happen. You're hearing my computer go off. You're hearing all sorts of things. This is a lunch hour fucking say, bro, episode. You're out. You're on episode 30-something. Get yeah. with it. Let's do but, it. Um, yeah, the last national holiday that was added was Martin Luther King Jr.'s birth birthday. birthday. Yeah. Or death date. I think it's his birthday. Birthday. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, somebody will correct us. Yeah. But... Okay, so that was just my little spiel before I start and get into my topic. I wanted to speak of one of the heroes of slavery. Oh, wait. Oh, sorry, sorry. Harriet Tubman. See, yeah. See, I wanted (laughs) to do one of the heroes of slavery, Harriet Tubman. Um, She's a classic, but, and, like, if you don't know her, she was one of the main faces of the Underground Railroad and, like, risked her life and freedom to help free more slaves. Also... Can I can I give a plug? Yeah. She was a bird watcher. She so I was listening to NPR 
And there's a community called Blackbirders. Blackbirders? And it's the community, the black community of bird watchers. Oh my gosh. And apparently, like, the they interviewed one of the main guys in Ohio, and he was talking about how, you know, it goes all the way back to Harriet Tubman needing to, you know, find her way by the way of the birds, and she would know wow. where she was at, and <gasps> she would hear. So basically, it's a lot of hearing, not watching. Yeah. So as she was going, she could hear and know and stuff. So She probably, like, knew when people were coming if the birds went silent. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. She was probably so in tune with shit. Yeah, I think I talked about it before, but there was this story about um, a guy, he was, like, not an archaeologist, but he, like, went into the rainforest and studied the rainforest and shit. And, like, when he was, he was, like, in there so long and he started to, like, I don't know. He was just, like, really in it, you know? And he started walking back and he noticed Ava. Is she okay? She just doesn't know where we are. But so he would, like, be walking through the forest and he started to notice all of the animals, like, as he walked, like, the forest got quieter and quieter. And then he realized, like, this is them signaling that a yeah. panther is nearby and it was actually hunting him. Yeah. He was like, what? Yeah. Fuck Everybody thinks that they would warn you, like, mm-hmm. by saying something. Yeah, but like, really, yo. that's them talking. And then if yeah. they're not there, there's some shit going down. Yeah. Which, like, a rainforest being completely quiet would be fucking yeah. scary. It was trouble. Okay. Come here. Instead um, of doing Harriet Tubman, I decided to do Margaret Garner, also known as Peggy. I was, like, referenced once, and they never called her Peggy again. Okay. So we're going to go with Margaret. I ran into a little bit of that same situation. I think one of them was his slave name. That's what I didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just sticking with her name. And um, so this next word was highly... It was highly debatious if it was a slur word. So I apologize if I'm making a racial racial slur. Okay. Um, but I don't think I am based on what I saw out there. But it's, it's very debated. Okay. Okay, so Margaret was known as a mulatto. Oh, I've heard that word. Is that a bad word? I think it's um, like a... I don't know... I thought it had not to do with the black community. So it, it was means different. it means being born of um, interracial parents. So in this case, it was one white parent and one black parent. Okay. So that's I don't. My, that's Grandma Grandpa's name. I know. Yeah. The entire time I was writing, I was like, "Oh my god, I never knew this." Yeah, but, I just wondered if that was something. <laughs> yeah. So maybe I'm being ignorant and like it is a racial slur. So I apologize, but I think that's. I might mention it one more time later. So. I was going to say, if anything, we're bringing awareness to it. We're just yeah. trying to, you know, it could be one. So, Just, like, let me know. But it's look. like when we mentioned powwow. Like. Remember? No. It's powwow. Everybody oh, says, oh, yeah. let's have a powwow. But, mm-hmm. yeah. But, like, okay, if you're going to tell me that I'm doing it wrong, just let me down gently. Just be like, hey. Yeah. Do you really, don't hurt me. Yeah, yeah. I'm okay. fragile. Okay. We are not far into my story. Okay. It. So, she was born a house slave to the Gaines family on the Maplewood Plantation in Boone County, Kentucky. It's noted that it was very possible she may have been the child to John Pollard Gaines. He's the plantation owner, so, like... very common. Clearly, we all know what happened. Like, slave women were often raped by their owners and then become pregnant and have an interracial child, which, like, 
it's really, really bad for the child because if you were mixed during this time, you weren't accepted by the whites because it was a threat and a disgrace to the entire plantation. But also, the blacks saw you as part white, so it was kind of... Yeah. It was just a, a tricky situation. Took kind between just, a rock and a hard place. Yeah. So it's not great, but then again, like, fucking slavery we're talking about. Um, yeah. Through all the pain and suffering, she falls in love with a slave on another plantation named Robert Garner. Yeah. What up, Robert? She's cute. He's handsome. They're both going through some shit, and they decide, let's do it together. They get married. They get married. 1849. That's when it happened. Okay. That December, the plantation is sold to Archibald K. Gaines. Oh, John Archibald. P. Yeah, I was like, love that name, but he's be shit. It's John P. Gaines' younger brother, and he sucks. So Margaret gives birth to her and Robert's first child, Thomas, in 1850. Margaret's three younger children, Samuel, Mary, and Priscilla, were all described as mulattoes as well. I don't think this is a coincidence because they were each born five to seven months after one of Archibald K. Gaines and his wife's babies were born. Hmm. To add to this, he is the only white guy on the plantation. So this disgusting piece of shit couldn't have sex with his pregnant wife, so he decides he's going to rape his slaves instead. Ah, okay, okay. Quick pause. Hashtag real piece of shit. So I put, like, so I put the disgusting piece of shit couldn't have sex with his pregnant wife, so he fucking rapes his slaves like A, and then I put, oop, pause, because I wanted to keep saying piece of shit, and that was the only, like, thing I could think of. Piece of shit, piece piece of shit. That's what you are, you're a piece of shit. Um... So instead, I looked up synonyms for a piece of shit. Here we go. Here's a few faves. He's a sleeves bar, a waste of skin, an ass monkey, mummy's boy, dickosaurus, son uh, of a bitch, little bitch, little bitch, sack of shit, bag of sack shit, crack, <laughs> bag of shit, shit jerk, little shit, shit jerk. Those all describe him very well. Yes. Although I love to um, say son of a bitch, son of a bitch, but. So maybe we'll cut that one because that one's kind of cool. A little SOB. You son of a bitch. Okay, but he is all those other things. In 1856, Margaret is pregnant again. Her, her and Robert are worried for the safety of their children and the constant brutality Mar- Margaret is, continues in, to endure um, by Archibald. So they decide to run away to Cincinnati, Ohio. Okay, what with, up, what up? Yeah, with um, a couple family members and other enslaved families, totaling 17 people altogether. Robert steals his master's gun, horses, and sleigh, and they set off. This is the coldest winter in 60 years. Oh, um, shit. And though, it's actually good, though. The okay. Ohio River is frozen over, so Fuck they're yeah. able to cross over the um, ice. Oh, shit, that's a ice. big river. Yeah, and they crossed um, west of coming west of Covington, Kentucky, and by daybreak, they successfully escaped to Cincinnati. Yeah. I've crossed that river on a bridge. That's crazy. Yeah. That's, like, scary as fuck. I'd be like, oh, my God, this ice is about to break. Yeah. But now that we've been living in Minnesota, I know that you can tackle somebody on frozen ice and you won't break through if it's cold enough. Okay. Because that happened to me and I thought I was going to die. Yeah. I'll, let's not test that too much, but yeah. But it's a thing. Like, you can just, like, uh, go on oh, ice. Yeah. I mean, people drive trucks on Yeah, we ice. saw so many trucks on ice. Yeah. 
Bitch is like crazy. How do you know when it's ready? Drill holes in the ice. Yeah, but how do you know when it's ready? Who's going to be the first one to test holes. it? I don't know. You wait until the whole thing's frozen. And you, you don't can know. walk out a little bit, like on the edges, because then you know it's like somewhat solid. And then you walk out till you're like still okay, and you're like, damn, how deep is this? And then you d- drill a test hole. I don't want to be the one to test it. All right, everybody's done that. Let's do it. Okay, Nobody's go. done it. It's never been a thing. Okay, the families decide this is the time for them to split up to avoid any suspicion. Margaret, Robert, their four children, Robert's father, Simon, and mother, Mary, set off to Joe, Joe Kite's house who is Margaret's uncle. He was a former slave, and he now lives along Mill Creek below Cincy. Okay. The nine other slaves made it to their safe houses and eventually to the Underground Railroad to Canada. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. Canada. Super stoked. Joe Kite left to me with abolitionist Levi Coffin for advice on how to get them to safety. He agreed to help the escape uh, help them escape with with a, the plan to move them further west of the city where free black blacks lived and like could help protect them and then they would wait until night again and take them to the underground railroad okay on his so. way back slave catchers oh fuckers in the u.s marshal marshals marshal found the garners barricaded in joe kitt's house they surround the family and raided the house Robert was able to fire a few, several shots, wounding at least one deputy marshal. Way to go, Robert. 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 Mm-hmm. Rush. Go back to yeah. sleep. Go back to sleep. Rush. Yeah. Go back to sleep, everybody. I will sing you a lullaby. Unless you're driving. And keep on. Because then it gets a little sad. Okay. So the house is under siege. Oh, They've broken. Margaret is in a panic and is fearful that her children will have to grow up as slaves with no freedom and to endure the same pain and suffering she had and her sub- husband had once they had um, once had. Wow, that was hard to say. Yeah. So she decided she would kill her children and herself. Oh, man. She slit Mary's throat, who was two at the time, and stabbed her other children and herself before being subdued. Mary died immediately, but the others survived. Oh. I know. So hard. That's like a hard fucking decision for a mom yeah, to make. Yeah. But like, like her yeah. daughter would probably grow up to experience the same abuse she did. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. So they were all taken to jail. Their trial lasted two weeks and another two weeks for the judge to deliberate. And it's quoted that it was the longest and most complicated case of its kind. Oh, yeah, I bet. Normally, a fugitive slave would be tried within a day. But you got to remember, this day and age, like, slaves weren't seen as people. They were property. Yeah. So the biggest debate was, should they be tried as persons and charged with the murder of their daughter or as property under the fugitive slave law? Oh, which, okay. Um, I say it later. It's um, it's a law that provides the return of slaves from state to state. So if like a slave runs away to a free state, they have, and is caught, they have to bring the slave back. Each day, over a thousand people showed up, lining the streets of the courthouse. Five hundred men had to be hired as uh, deputies to maintain the order in the town. There was like a lot of shit, like Damn. craziness going on. Yeah, I can imagine. 
the Garner's defense attorney argued that Ohio's right to protect its citizens should take pre precedence, and the slave catchers and owners argued that the federal um, law should overrule the state. The defense attorney was John Joliffe. He was John Joliffe. Oh, really sounded like you were going for it. <laughs> Like I a know. John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt I know, type, that's how I felt. Deal, you know? That's what threw me off a little. Yeah. So he wanted to prove that Margaret was liberated under a law that protected slaves taken into free states for other work. Um, as a freed slave, slave, he proposed that she would then be tried for her daughter's murder in the free state. And the plan would be to get the governor to later pardon her of the murder. Okay. The prosecuting attorney again argued that the federal fugitive slave law should take priority to the murder charges, which, fucking stupid. Stupid. This is my property. No, it's fucking human. The judge on the case, Pendry, ruled that the federal law had authority. So John Joliffe, I hope I'm saying it right. Maybe it's John Holiffe. Joliffe? I don't know. He then argued that the Fugitive Slave Act violated the religious freedom by oh, forcing of citizens by forcing them to participate in evil by returning slaves. That is fucking. That's good. That was so good. I didn't think about that. That's so dope. Pen, uh, Pendry did not fall for that. He's like, mm. I'm not feeling this. Reject. Reject. On the closing day of the trial, Lucy Stone, an anti-slavery activist took the stand to defend Margaret. I kind of want to know more about her story, not going to lie. She spoke of the conversations to get, they had together about the interracial sexual relationship that underlaid the part of the case. And I tweaked this quote. I said quote weird. I tweaked this quote um, to remove the racial slur in it. So, okay. So, like, when it comes, you'll you'll know what they really meant, yeah. what they really said. So, I got you, dog. Um... Recalling to everyone's memory the faces of Margaret's children and of A.K. Gaines, Archibald, Stone told the packed courtroom, the faded faces to the black children tell too plainly to, to what degradation the female slaves submit. Rather than give her daughter to that life, she killed it. If in her deep maternal love, she felt the impulse to send her, her child back to God, to save it from coming woe, who shall say she had no right not to do so. <sighs> it was beautiful. That was very beautiful. Like, so well put. She was just trying to protect her children from slavery, but on top of that, her children were even a bigger threat by because they were mixed, they were interracial. The birth of a mixed-raced baby highlighted the infidelity of the slave-owning family, so it was literally a threat because people would come there and see... Like, there's only reason, one reason this happens. It's because your husband isn't faithful. Yeah. So, since the families were constantly reminded of this sin, the children were, were often beaten, sold, etc. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. she just wanted to give them a good life. So, Rob, Robert, Margaret and Robert and their children. So, they were forced back to Kentucky with shitty-ass Archibald. Sorry, let me use one of my words. Um, Dickosaurus Ar Archibald. Yeah. And the Ohio authorities finally, after all this happened, finally got an extradition warrant for yeah. Margaret Garner um, to try her for murder of her daughter. Fucking finally, Fucking people. Yeah. So this was also really big because it was saying, okay, you are seen as a person. 
yeah. by the state and we're saying okay at first we were saying no it's more important that you're property but now we're saying no it's more important that you are a human you are yeah like that's fucking cool yeah so right. they searched throughout kentucky to find her to no avail archibald Gaines kept moving her from city to city and they would just and in one case they just missed her by a few hours in Cummington. Oh, shit. Missed her again in Frankfurt. Frankfurt. And finally caught up to them in Louisville, but found out that Archibald had put all the slaves on a boat and sent them to his brother's plantation in Arkansas. Wait, Louisville, Ohio? I don't know Kentucky. Okay. We're in Kentucky. Gotcha. Yep. On March 11th, 1856, while still traveling, their steamboat collided with another. One source said they began to sink. Another source just said that Margaret and their infant baby that she literally just had drowned or was um, were thrown off the boat. Margaret, the baby drowned. Margaret tried to drown, drown herself but failed. It's quoted later that she's like praising that her child was able to drown because she didn't want her to grow up the yeah. life she had to grow up. Her and Robot, uh, Robot, sorry. Her and Robert were then sold as household servants to a family friend of the Gaines who lived in New Orleans. Hmm. In 1857, they were sold again to Judge Dewitt Clinton Bonham for labor in his plantation in Tennessee. This is where Margaret dies at 18, in 1858 of typhoid fever as an enslaved woman, which fucking sucks. Yeah. Um, she told Robert before passing, never marry again in slavery, but to live in hope of freedom. Oh. Mm. That's like, like, put that everywhere. Put it. Quote it everywhere. Quote it. Quilt it. Knit Quilt. it. Put it Embroidery. Qu- yeah. Paint it. Hat. Draw it. Hat. <sighs> Margaret's story of her willingness to kill her own child in order to prevent her from living a life of slavery was national news. By eight, the eight, the, oh my God, I'm so excited. By the late 1850s, many people began viewing slavery as an inhumane institution. Like no fucking shit it took you that shit. long. What? Oh, maybe this is a little inhumane. Oh my God. Okay, sorry. Uh, last note, Margaret Gaines is is memorial, memorialized by many. Um, some examples, Tommy, Toni Morrison wrote a Pulitzer Prize winning novel named Beloved, based on her story, as well as the opera Margaret, Margaret Garner, um, also written by Toni, and the music was composed by Grammy-winning Richard Daniel Poor. There are many other books, movies, poetries, paintings, all to commemorate Margaret gains and her bravery and her story and we love margaret fuck yeah margaret that's my story margaret's a g margaret's a such a g we love margaret yeah we'll have to get instagram pictures maybe out welcome back those were those were a few sponsors from our sponsored ads Whoa. uh sponsorships you're talking about sponsorships aren't you excited to try that okay 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 First and only time I will refer to him as such. We are talking about Gordon, a.k.a. Whipped Peter. Oh, no. I believe Peter is his slave name, so we're going to call him Gordon. Okay. That's the way it's going to go, okay? Yeah, guys. Okay, he's also... Does he have a last name? Oh, wait, I just said all that. Um, Well, they believe that Gordon was his surname. Oh, okay. So I think that the surname is the last name. 
I sure. Think so. And I think he didn't have like a like that was his Real only given. Name. Yeah. Yeah. But I could be wrong. So, in the year 1863, so around kind of when we're, we were talking with you, I think. Uh, the Emancipation Proclamation, right? Um, oh, yeah, that was January 1st, 1863. What? Was Emancipation Proclamation. Okay, well, there you go. There this you guys is great. Go. So, in the year 1863, it's Gordon. It's a test. It's a test. It's and a test. Have you guys been paying attention? That was a question on the quiz. Full circle. So, Gordon became the subject of a photograph usually entitled The Scourged Back. Oh, no. I think yes. I've seen it. Which depicts scars on Gordon's back from whippings he had received over his time while he was enslaved. There were thick raised welts crisscrossing his back, clearly showing a whipping pattern extending from his buttocks to his shoulders. Oh, my God. And this showed the viciousness with which he was beaten and became quickly one of the most widely circulated images of the Civil War, helping to fuel the abolitionist fire by serving as a visual contradiction to like everything that the Southerners and Southern slave owners yeah. were insistent that slavery was more a matter of like economic survival. And there wasn't really a lot of racism anywhere in there, which yeah. is like a bunch, bunch of, of bullshit. bullshit. <laughs> so, this picture. I don't know. You've probably seen it. I think I have. I saw something. You can look it up if you want. It's pretty just like crazy. But uh, the picture was taken in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, where Gordon found himself with three or... Blah, 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 where Gordon found himself with two other enslaved people after a terrifying 10 days on the run. Oh, wow. So Gordon and three other enslaved people escaped under the cover of night from the Lions Plantation in Louisiana. One of the escapees was murdered by men, slave catchers, mm -hmm. uh, hired to catch and return them. But the others crossed rivers while being pursued by the men and their dogs. And every time they crossed a river, they would rub onions on themselves to oh. mask their scent and shit yeah, from the dogs. Yeah, that's smart. Yeah. Oh, I just looked up the picture. I have not seen this. Oh, my God. They're, like, thick and raised. Oh. 40 miles. 40 miles they did this, crossing rivers, rubbing onions and shit. Jeez. So... There was a number of Union troops stationed in Baton Rouge, and they were overcome with joy when they came upon black soldiers in uniform that greeted them, and they immediately enlisted in the Union Army. What? Hell yeah. a bing bong So Gordon was given a medical exam, and the white soldiers who inspected him were horrified. Mm, and this yeah. is when the picture was taken. So, a witness said this. It sent a thrill of horror to every white person present, but the few blacks who were waiting paid but little attention to the sad spectacle, such scenes being painfully familiar to them all. Yeah, I was about to say they're fucking used to it. Right. Because it's exactly why they're fighting, to stop that shit. Yeah, and then I just said, this just goes to show how little was really known widespread. Yeah. Like, the whole idea of mass media was still new. 
Mm-hmm. And even though freed slaves brought stories of like whippings and beatings, few had actually seen the evidence of violence like against yeah. enslaved yeah. human beings. It's kind of like everything going on right now, like the media is so important for the fight going on now because more and more is shown like you might just not realize what's really happening with the police brutality and stuff but now that there's videos or the video of the woman who's like what's that woman's name who like sent it called in a fake 911 report saying a black man was threatening her and her dog and the dude is literally just sitting there taking a video oh wow Anne or something I don't know fucking Anne yeah but like the way she was acting was as if he was like attacking her and like something really bad could have happened if he didn't get that video yeah it's crazy dude yeah so there are two photographers at the union camp in baton rouge mcpherson and oliver and they turn the pictures of gordon into carte de visite what's that um cards they're like small <laughs> cards that were easily distributed. AKA cards. <laughs> yeah, I think it's like some French term. It's fancy. But yeah. So during the exorbitant during the examination, Gordon was quoted saying, Ten days from today I left the plantation. Overseer Arteo Carrier whipped me. I was two months in bed sore from the whipping. My master came after I was whipped. He discharged the overseer, so he fired him. So, like, his master, my master was not present. That's what he says next. So, his master wasn't there, and he's pretty pissed. Yeah. Probably not because of the emotional and physical toll, but more probably of the financial concerns. Yeah, because he couldn't work for him. Yeah, but we don't know. We don't know. Oh, we know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) That's true. Uh, I don't remember the whipping. I was two months in bed sore from the whipping, and my sense began to come. I was sort of crazy. I tried to shoot everybody. They said so. I did not know. I burned up all my clothes, but I don't remember that. I never was this way, crazy, before. I don't know what made me come that way, crazy. Whipped two months before Christmas. So basically... I don't know if I actually wrote it down. It might have been one of the things I forgot. But I think he tried to escape before, and they caught him. Mm-hmm. And they gave him, like, oh, like this dude just, like, you can see with the picture, just, yeah. like, whipped him like crazy. And then from what I read, when I first read it, I thought maybe they had lied to him. That's what I was thinking, too. Yeah, but then I read the infection that would have come with the whipping. Which I don't, I don't usually think about. I just think, you know, it heals with, with time. But the infections back then, because they didn't have, like, sterilization or anything. Yeah. So he's just fucking going crazy. Yeah. With, like, the fever, probably, pain. bacteria, all oh, kinds yeah. of crazy shit. No wonder he was, like, blacked out for two months. Right. Months. And he's, like, he said, at one point, I think he said they told him they tried to shoot his wife. Oh. And so it's like, yeah, it's He's crazy. probably hallucinating and shit. Oh. Yeah, exactly. So the doctor that examined him even sent photos out um, to his brother, who is also a doctor, I believe. And he's quoted as saying, I send you the picture of a slave as he appears after a whipping. I have seen, during the period I have been inspecting men for my own and other regiments, 
hundreds of such sites. So they are not new to me, but it may be new to you. If you know of anyone who talks about the humane manner in which the slaves are treated, please show them this picture. It is a lecture in itself. Mm-hmm. So, like, this dude's like, bro, this is every day. Mm-hmm. This is not fucking something new. This is just something... So I'm guessing with the emancip I don't you know, we studied it in school, but I'm guessing mm-hmm. with the Emancipation Proclamation, like a surge of information was probably flooding oh, everywhere yeah. about everything. Definitely. And it was a lot of attention for it. So like these guys oh, I actually kinda of say something here. So So all this to say that people so the people engrossed in it knew all about it, but not until like this picture visually hit the eyes of those outside the issue did the individuals become inspired. I got really wordy there. <laughs> um, I said, become inspired to galvanize together with the forces already at work <laughs> <laughs> to further the push to end these atrocities. <laughs> Sorry for turning it to a three-letter word. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Beautifully written. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> but it just goes to show, like, it takes things like, and it shouldn't, but it, it takes things like Gordon being whipped to its probably like an inch of his life and that visually being captured just like George Floyd with his knee, with somebody kneeing on him and him yeah. saying, I can't breathe. A lot of people have said that that visual has like it's it's impossible to ignore that visual, even it's though like there what has been. The fire. Yeah, like it definitely helped spark the fire, but it's also getting people that wouldn't normally make that move to act and make a donation or go to a protest or something. It's really like making them fucking do it mm-hmm. because it's so visually just jarring. But again, like it's crazy that this has to happen for things like this to change you know yeah so basically gordon is a fucking dog he's just like in the picture it even looks like he's just like posing he's just like yeah dude like we all know like it looks like he's like talking to somebody and he's just like yeah these guys are freaking out but you know this is every day he's just like he knows just numb to it yeah yeah it's it's what it is and so afterward Gordon joined the Union Army, fought bravely during one battle. He was taken prisoner by the Confederates, beaten, Mm. tied up and left for dead. He survives and escapes safely to Union lines again. He's the best. And then he enlists again in a U.S. Colored Troop Civil War unit. And was said to have fought courageously as a sergeant in the Corps d'Afrique. Again, these French, these yeah. France is like Corps. I believe that means Corps of Africans or Africa or something like that. I'm not exactly sure. So it was during the siege of Port Hudson in May 1863. And it was the first time that black soldiers played played Alala. It was the first time black soldiers played a leading role in an assault. Wow. Against the Confederates. And that's the story of Gordon, the truly dope human being who will be played by Will Smith. What? 
in an upcoming movie that will be starting production or was slated for production in 2021, but maybe moved What's back probably now. That, uh, I'm not sure. Oh, my God. That was a good one. Yeah. Hell yeah, Gordon and yeah, Margaret. Fucking just. Wow. Incredibly resilient human beings. Mm-hmm. It's crazy how resilient human beings are, really. Yeah. Because we're all human beings, people. Yeah. So it boils down to. Um, and a quick little thing. Just a reminder that everyone is a human being, and um, I know like times are like everything's coming out, and like everybody's wanting to educate themselves more. Like I know I'm one of those people. Um, but also just be considerate of other people. So if you have. Don't just assume that black people have the um, ca- the capacity to help you learn, help you grow in this um, about all these topics and what's going on. Feel free to reach out to other people because they're going through enough. But also, like no matter when you join this fight, it doesn't matter. Like it, it don't feel scared. Like oh, I missed my opportunity to help, to join, to learn more, to speak up. All these things, and as you're speaking up and as you're teaching people more, do not, do not judge them or look poorly to to them um, for joining so late or for not knowing as much. Like everybody's going through this process. We're all in yeah. this together. Like we're all human. It's not, not going to end anytime soon. Yeah, and like you might know more than somebody else because you've seen more, if you heard more, etc. Just, just be aware, um, and be considerate to everybody. And facts. Ugh. Be a good human. Be a good human. All right, guys. If you have any interesting, crazy shit to add, anything, email us at thescaredycatspodcast at gmail.com or find us on all the socials. All the socials. For Instagram, it's the Scaredy Cats Podcast. Twitter, Scaredy Cats Cast. Facebook, the Scaredy Cats. TikTok, the Scaredy Cats Podcast, separated by periods. Boom. Check it out now.